Welcome to the Free Sermon Podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's PC Thursday, which means buckle up. You're about to hear a message from our church's leader, Pastor Joe Campbell from Chandler, Arizona. Pastor Campbell's ministry has convicted and inspired thousands of disciples during the 40-year span of his preaching ministry. And his preaching never disappoints. Keep in mind that this free version only includes a short preview of this message. To listen to the full version, use the links in the show notes to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or Supercast.tech. Every dollar goes to supporting world evangelism. Enjoy today's PC Thursday. Express appreciation again to all the men that have assembled in uh, uh, this annual uh, men's rally and appreciate your giving last night. It'll be a great blessing uh, to the nation of India. Um, and so this morning, uh, Numbers uh, chapter uh, 25, a very familiar portion of Scripture, if you'd turn there with me, and kind of continuing with the theme and the words we've heard. Uh, uh, I read an article recently about the disappearing male. Uh, studies show rise in birth defects and infertility among men. Are males becoming an endangered species? That's the question scientists, researchers have been asking since alarming trends in male fertility rates, birth defects, and disorders begin emerging around the world. More and more boys are being born with genital defects, and the quality of an average man's sperm is declining. But perhaps the most disconcerting of all the trends is, is the growing gender imbalance where the births of baby boys have been declining for years. Are we witnessing the disappearance of males? I want to minister this morning on, on that thought, uh, very familiar as I said, Numbers chapter 25. Uh, Uh, I want to read verse 1 and then drop down to verse 6. Now Israel remained in the Acacia Grove, and the people began to commit harlotry with the women of Moab. Indeed, one of the children of Israel came and presented to his brethren a Midianite woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Now when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, saw it, he rose from among the congregation, took a javelin in his hand. He went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through the man of Israel and the woman through her body. So the plague was stopped among the children of Israel. Those who died in the plague were 24,000. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned back my wrath from the children of Israel, because he was zealous with my zeal among them, so that I did not consume the children of Israel in my zeal. Therefore say, Behold, I give to him my covenant of peace. 
And it shall be to him and his descendants after him a covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Because he was zealous for his God and made atonement for the children of Israel. Now the name of the Israelite who was killed, who was killed with the Midianite woman, was Zimri, the son of Salu, a leader of a father's house among the Semonites. The name of the Midianite woman who was killed was Kozbi, the daughter of Zur. He was head of the people of a father's house in Midian. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Harass the Midianites and attack them, for they harassed you with their schemes by which they seduced you. The manner of Peor and the manner of Kozbi, the daughter of a leader of Midian, their sister who was killed in the day of the plague because of Peor, the disappearing male. Father, we come this morning by the blood and by the Holy Ghost. God, I thank you for those men that have assembled in this place. And I pray, God, that they would be able to reproduce. God, every church here would be able to reproduce righteous men. God, give us massive increase and fertility in the nations. God, I pray righteousness prevails. God, raise up a righteous seed, God, that would inhabit the earth. Instruments of revival in these last days. God, help us today and in the days to come, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We must understand this morning that God is a God of covenant. This is one of the most powerful words in the Bible. This is binding unto death when spoken by God. It's a declaration in how God will relate to man. In covenant, God sets standards and formula. There's framework um, for our relationship with God as men this morning. The covenant dictates the standard, the elements by which we're going to relate to God and God will relate to us. It means to cut The shedding of blood that seals a covenant so binding that even death, it goes beyond death. This is what communion's all about. 1 Corinthians 11.25 In the same manner he also took the cup after supper saying, The cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. In other words, God gave his son who shed his blood That you and I could repent, be forgiven, and the covenant was sealed. And our relationship with God began to expand and proceed from that. He brings who He is. God says in covenant, I'll bring what I am, what I can do, all of the elements of the Trinity. I bring this into the covenant. Salvation, deliverance, healing. Anointing, dominion, righteousness, blessing, fruitfulness, ministry. You and I bring our repentance in the beginning. Then it begins to move from there. And that's my address this morning. Abraham cut a covenant with God. Genesis 15, God says, I am your shield. I am your exceeding great reward. And Abraham says, what does this mean to me? Because I go childless. God says, I want to show you what I can do. Go outside, count the stars if you're able. 
so shall your descendants be in the earth. Abraham's response is, God, how shall I know? You speak these words of fruitfulness. You speak these words that have to do with progenity, with children and seed and nations and families. But how do I know? God says in verse 9, he begins to say, I want you to bring a goat, a heifer, a ram, turtle dove, pigeons. I want you to split these in two at the altar. And you know the story as Abraham defended this sacrifice to God, the torch, the fire of God, that, that consuming passion, zeal, anointing of God came right down through the middle of that sacrifice. And on that same day, the Lord made a covenant with Abraham, saying. In other words, God speaks out of his covenant. And when he speaks, he says, this, if I can find a man who will keep covenant with me, this is what I can do. This is what you can expect of me. And this is what I expect of you. And our relationship is based upon this. God over and over demonstrates His nature in covenant. The ark of the covenant inside the commandments and, and Aaron's rod that budded and etc. The laws, the Ten Commandments, the laws of covenant. Circumcision with the Jews, the cutting of the flesh. The Old Testament was the Old Covenant. The New Testament, the New Covenant. Psalms 105.8, he remembers his covenant forever. The word which he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant which he made with Abraham and his oath with Isaac. But you see, my focus is now marriage is the covenant of life. This is God's design. This is going to protect the seed. This has far-reaching consequences as Pastor Mitchell preached last night about the illegitimate. You see, he says, here is a covenant that's binding. This is out of my wisdom. This is out of my heart, my holiness. Marriage is a covenant of life. More than just living together companionship, some kind of financial advantage or to meet some emotional need. This is God's standard and design for human life. Genesis 1.27, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth uh, subdue it and have dominion. In other words, out of this covenant of marriage, the seed would be born, and that seed, because of this, this involvement of God in marriage, that seed would have dominion. It would have dominion. It would be able to subdue the earth, uh, the demonic, uh, the assaults, uh, all the things that uh, Greg Mitchell preached that we face. If out of this covenant we can subdue and go forth in godly dominion. And not only that, he says the fruit will multiply. In other words, fruitfulness and dominion uh, uh, is related to this covenant of God that we see in marriage uh, the birth of a holy seed. 
this nurturing of life, this miracle of creation. And you cannot violate this covenant without horrible consequences. Uh, It's a violation of God's nature. It's a violation of how he, through the relationship of a man and woman, births life. This is the reason the book of Malachi, God is so upset with Israel for 400 years. He said, I'm not going to speak. And there's a number of things in that book, but in chapter 2, verse 3, he says, Behold, I will rebuke your descendants and spread refuge or refuse or dung on your faces, the refuse of your solemn feast, and one will take you away with it. 26 translations, Behold, I will corrupt your seed and spread dung in your faces. Behold, I'm about to rebuke your posterity and I will spread your faces with manure. In other words, he's saying when you violate this covenant, your seed becomes malignant. It becomes weak and sick and it begins to deteriorate and decay. It has no dominion in the earth and it loses the ability of fruitfulness. Be taken captive and have no dominion. See, there's a disappearance of males. I'm not just speaking about gender. I'm talking about manhood in the earth today. Because we have violated the moral code of God. You cannot live immorally without horrible consequences beginning to filter out in man's ability to have dominion and to be fruitful. If you'd like to hear the rest of this sermon, subscribe today. It's only $3 a month when you subscribe at supercast.tech or $4.99 per month when subscribing in Apple Podcasts. Links are in the show notes. We thank you for joining us on this special preview of the VBPH Sermon Podcast. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. 
this is the best reason to subscribe, because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the sermon podcast of the Virginia Beach Potter's House Church. Were you blessed by today's message? Let us know. Please leave us a rating on Apple Podcast or on Podchaser. We'll be back next time with another life-changing word from heaven. God bless.